to a brand new episode of the Shakespeare Saga by Julia George. Today we're continuing with Taming of the Shrew and a major promotions uh, for Waterbank, the best online banking service, Google Pay for all your international money transfers. And as any of these apps like the best meditation app, try today on Google Play app stores and on Amazon app stores. So continuing with Act 4, Scene 1, without any further delay, here we go. Enter Frumio. Frumio. Fie. Fie on all tired jades, on all mad masters, and all foul ways. Was ever man so beaten? Was ever man so rayed? Was ever man so weary? I'm sent before to make a fire. And they are coming after to warm them. Now were not I a little pot, and soon hot, very, very lips might freeze to my teeth, my tongue to the roof of my mouth, my heart in my belly, ere I should come by a fire to thaw me, because I with blowing the fire shall warm myself. For considering the weather, a taller man than I will take cold. Hola, ho Curtis. Enter Curtis. Curtis, who is this called so coldly? Romeo, a piece of ice. If thou doubt it, thou mayst slide from my shoulder to my heel with no greater. A run but my head and my neck. A fire, good Curtis. Curtis, is my master and his wife coming? Romeo. Romeo, oh, I, Curtis, I. And therefore, fire, fire, cast on no water, Curtis. Is she so hot a shrew as she's reported? Romeo, she was good, Curtis, before this frost, but thou knowest. Winter tames man, women, and beast. For it hath tamed my old master, and my new mistress, and myself, fellow Curtis. Curtis, away, you three-inch fool. I am no beast. Romeo, am I three inches? Why, the horn is a foot, and so long am I. At the least, but wilt thou make a fire? Or shall I complain on thee to your mistress? whose hand she being now to hand, thou shalt soon feel to thy cold comfort, for being slow in thy hot office. Curtis, I prithee, good Grumio, tell me, how goes the world? Grumio, a cold world, Curtis, in every office but thine. And therefore, fire, do thy dusty, and have thy duty for my master and mistress are almost frozen to death curtis there is a fire ready and therefore good grumio the news grumio why jack boy ho boy and as much news as wilt thou curtis come you are so full of conny catching grumio why therefore fire and i have caught extreme cold where's the cook in supper ready the house trimmed rushes stewed swept the serving men in their new fission 
their white stockings and every officer his wedding garment on. Be the jacks fair within, the jewels fair without, the carpets laid and everything in order. Curtis, all ready and therefore I pray thee, news, Grumio, first, know my horse is tired, my master and mistress fallen out. Curtis, how, Grumio, out of their saddles into the dirt, and thereby hang a tail. Curtis, let's ha, tuh. Good, Grumio, Grumio, lend thine ear, Curtis, here. Grumio, there, he slaps Curtis on the ear. Curtis, this tis to feel a tail, not to hear a tail, Grumio, and therefore tis called a sensible tail. And thus cuff was but to knock at your ear and beseech listening. Now I begin, in Prince. We came down a forehill, my master riding behind my mistress. Curtis, both of one horse. Romeo, what's that to thee? Curtis, why a horse? Romeo, tell thou the tale, but hadst thou not crossed me? Thou shouldst have heard how her horse fell, and she under her horse. Thou shouldst have heard in how merry a place, how she was bemoiled, how he left her with a horse upon her, how he beat me because her horse stumbled, how he wadded through the dirt to pluck him off me, how he swore how he prayed that never prayed before how i cried how the horses ran away how her bridle was burst how i lost my crupper with many things of worthy memory which now shall die in oblivion and thou return unexperienced to thy grave curtis by the reckoning he is more shrewd than she romeo i and that thou and the proudest of you all shall find when he comes home. But what talk I of this? Call for Nathaniel, Joseph, Nicholas, Philip, Walter, Sugarsoap, and the rest. Let their heads be slickly combed, their blue coats brushed, and their gaiters of an indifferent knit. Let the crest see with their left legs, and not presume to touch a hair of my master's horse tail till they kiss their hands. Are they all ready? Curtis, they are. Romeo, call them forth. Curtis, calling out, do you hear, ho? You must meet my master to the countenance, my mistress. Romeo. Why she had a face of her own. Curtis, who knows not that? Romeo, thou it seems that calls for company to countenance her. Curtis, I call them forth to credit her. Romeo, why becomes to borrow nothing to them? Enter four to five serving men. Nathaniel, welcome home, Romeo. Philip, how now, Romeo? Joseph, but Grumio, Nicholas, follow Grumio, Nathaniel, how now, old lad? 
Romeo, welcome you, how now you, what you, fellow you, and thus much for greeting? Now my spurs, companions, and all ready, and all things neat. Nathaniel, all things is ready, how near is our master? Romeo, in at hand, alighted by this, and therefore be not. Cox, passion, silence, I hear my master, and to Petruchio and Catherine. Petruchio, where be these knaves? What no man adore to hold my stirrup, nor to take my horse? Where is Nathaniel, Gregory, Philip, all the servants? Here, here, sir, here, sir, Petruchio, here, sir, here, sir, here, sir, here, sir. You're logger-headed and unpolished grooms. What? No attendance, no regard, no duty. What is the foolish knave I sent before? Romeo, here, sir, as foolish as I was before. Petruchio, you peasant swain, you wearson, malt, horse, drudge. Did I not bid thee meet me in the park and bring along these rascals' knaves with thee? Romeo, Nathaniel's coat, sir, was not fully made, and Gabriel's pumps were all unpinked at heel. There was no link to color Peter's hat, and Walter's dagger was not come from sheathing. They were none fine but Adam, Raphae, and Gregory. The rest were ragged, old, and beggarly. Yet as they are, here are they, come to meet you, Petruchio. Go, rascals, go and fetch my supper in. The servants exit. Sings, where is the life that late I led? Where are those? Sit down, Kate, and welcome. They sit at a table. Sound, 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 sound. Enter servants with supper. Why, when I say, nay, good sweet Kate, be merry. Off with my boots, you rogues, you villains, when, sings, it was the friar of order grey, as he forth walked on his way. Servants begin to room Petruchio's boots. Out, you rogue, you pluck my foot, Ori, take that. He hits the servant and mend the plucking off the other. Be merry, Kate. Some water here. What ho? Where's my spaniel, Troyus? Sirrah, get out hence and bid my cousin, Ferdinand, come hither. Servant exits. One Kate that you must kiss and be acquainted with. Where are my slippers? Shall I have some water? Come, Kate, and wash, and welcome heartily. You wearson willing, you let it fall, he hits the servant. Catherine, patience, I pray you, twas a fault unwilling. Petruchio, a wearson, beetle, headed, flap, eared knave. Come, Kate, sit down. I know you have a stomach. Will you give thanks, sweet Kate? or else shall I. What's this? Mutton? For a servant, I.
Petruchio, who bought it? Peter, I, Petruchio, tis burnt, and so is all the meat. What dogs are these? Where is the rascal cook? How durst your willin bring it from the dresser, and serve it thus to me that love it not? There take it to you, trenchers, cup and all. He throws the food and dishes at them. You heedless childheads and unmannered slaves. What do you gumble? I'll be with you straight. The servants exit. Catherine, I pray you, husband, be not so discreet. The meat was well, if you were so contented, Patricia. I tell thee, Kate, twas burnt and dried away, and I expressly am forbid to touch it, for it engenders coeller, planted anger, and better twer the both of us did fast, since of ourselves ourselves are choleric, then feed it with such over-roasted flesh. Be patient, tomorrow's shall be mended. And for this night, we'll fast for company. Come, I'll bring thee to thy bridal chamber. They exit. Enter servants severely. Nathaniel, Peter, didst ever see the like? Peter, he kills her in her own humor. Enter Curtis. Romeo, where is he? Curtis, is her chamber? Making a sermon of continency to her, and rails and swears and writes that she, poor soul, knows not which way to stand, to look, to speak, and sits as one new risen from a dream. Away, away, for he is coming hither. The servants exit. Enter Petruchio. Petruchio, does have I politically begun my reign? And tis my hope to end successfully. My falcon now in sharp and passing empty. Until the stoop she must not be full gorged, and thus she never looks upon her lure. Another way I have to man my haggard, to make her come and know her keeper's call. That is to watch her as we watch these kites. These bait and best and will not be obedient. So ate no meat today, nor none shall eat. Last night she slept not, nor tonight she shall not. As with the meat, some undeserved fault I'll find about the making of the bed. And here's I'll fling the pillow, and there the bolster. This way the coverlet, another way the sheets. I, and amid this hurly I intend. That all is done is revered care for her, and in conclusion she shall watch all night, and if she chance to nod, I rail and brawl, and with the clamor keep her still awake. Tis is a way to kill a wife with kindness, and thus I'll curb her mad and headstrong humor. He that knows better how to tame a shrew 
Now let him speak his charity to Shrew. He exits. Next is scene two. We'll continue that in the next episode. That's it for this episode.